Welcome to the National 5 RMPS podcast. Here at Stuart's Melville College with me, Mr Chalmers. Me, Mr Rylands. And me, Mrs Crichton. Today, we will be returning to the mandatory content headings in Judaism to talk about the concept of free will. Do we have a choice? Apparently so. Judaism teaches that nothing is predestined. Free will literally means the ability to choose. As we discussed in our previous podcast on the dual nature of human beings, the Genesis account in which God created humans details how we are made in God's image, not to look like him, but rather with the ability to be free. So I can choose to do good or evil, and I'd be accountable for either. Yes, and it's always worth noting that humanity is the only part of creation to have this gift. It wasn't given to the angels or any other creature. We also discussed several examples where people have had to face the consequences of misusing their free will. Yes, such as when the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed for their wickedness. Or when Lot's wife was turned into a pillar of salt for looking back after she had been told not to. But remember, we do all possess a moral conscience, a yetzer tov, which helps to guide us to choose the right thing. And it's not hard to strengthen this. God has provided lots of different ways and instructions to follow. The ex-chief rabbi, Jonathan Sachs, had something to say on this. Yes, he said the freedom to do good goes hand in hand with the ability to do evil. What do you think that means? I think it reflects how one couldn't exist without the other. Hmm, yes. Could a good deed be described as good if there wasn't the contrast of evil? Yeah, and would either be good or bad if they weren't a free choice? After all, I couldn't be considered bad if I was forced into committing a sin. Can you think of an example of that? Well, I always give my classes the example of a crazed gunman running in and saying I have to eat a bacon sandwich or he'll shoot you. If I don't eat the bacon sandwich, you'll be dead. And if I do eat the bacon sandwich, I've eaten something trafer or unkosher. But would I be truly to blame for either? No. I'd say the crazed gunman was at fault for giving up his sandwich. But the whole point is that for something to be moral, it needs to be without coercion, and for there to be a genuine choice. So when a decision is free, it seems like you need to think very carefully before you act, as the consequences can be grave. Yes. As beings with yetzer tov, we can understand the consequences of our actions. And this ability means we have the responsibility to care and protect those who do not which is why parents are commanded to guide their children in their decisions until they become of age. And why humans are commanded to be the stewards caring for the earth. So get those crisp packets in the correct recycling bin. But we do mess up. We need to acknowledge that misusing free will not only causes damage to ourselves, but to others as well. That's why at the festival of Rosh Hashanah, people seek forgiveness from each other, acknowledging the impact of using free will poorly. Rosh Hashanah is a festival with multiple meanings, though. It's the new year, uh, where it's always nice to make a fresh start. And it's also a time of judgment. When Jewish people believe that God balances a person's good acts over the last year with their bad acts and decides what the coming 12 months will be like for them. So do we think that free will is a positive or does it just create more difficulties overall? Well, the impact of misusing it is pretty major. If God hadn't given it to humans, then an awful lot of suffering could have been avoided. It's a responsibility that people have uh, clearly failed to handle. 
Given the stories of the punishments we've been discussing from the Tanakh, I could also imagine people spending their lives worrying about what's going to happen to them. I could also see um, that we could feel like we don't actually have free will. Firstly, as we've discussed before, we're arguably not free if God is just going to punish us for behaving like we want. What if I want to look back at a burning city? Who did that even hurt? And also, there's so many things that are beyond my control. I didn't choose where I was born, or what school I went to, or the billions of other things that have brought me to this moment. Did you choose to be addicted to coffee? Or were you forced by George Clooney waving Nespresso capsules? But surely, the obvious plus side to having free will is that we're not programmed like robots. You're absolutely allowed to punt the Nespresso machine to the curb. The choice to keep it is surely yours. I suppose so, but I'd seriously question my logic if I were to. But I do believe I can change my future. You know, I could always upgrade my machine. It can't be forgotten that this is a God-given gift. It's hard not to feel honoured. If God is all-knowing and all-powerful, though, do you not think that he could have created a system where we could still choose but there was less suffering? Yeah, an all-loving God, yet he created wasps. (laughs) But here's the thing. Humans are the creation, not the creator, despite being in his image. Humans do not have the same power or understanding that God does. That's the place of faith. There's another quote from Rabbi Sachs that says, Faith is having the courage to believe despite certainty. Well, I'm certain that we're running out of time for today. So, can someone summarise? Yes. Free will is the ability to choose between right and wrong, No other creature in the created order has that ability. We can use our Yetzatov to guide us. We have the mitzvot as an instruction manual as well. There could be consequences if we misuse it. But there's always the possibility of forgiveness too. And on that note, we bid you Shalom. Shalom.